you can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it on YouTube. Uh, if you want your notifications uh, or the immediate subscription thing going down in your podcast on your phone, I don't know why I just veered off my usual intro, man. What the oh, heck? It's a new day thing. trying new things. You usually have it, uh, uh, you know, pretty tight. Hit the subscribe button. Leave us a, a rating, review, or a comment if you're listening to us in the audio yes, realm. Yes, that'll be great. Do it now. Please. Do it now. Please. <laughs> Anyways, it's Monday. Uh, full gear was a blast on Saturday. That was a fun show. This coming weekend, of course, we've got War Games. War, no, it's not. It's the weekend after. Oh, that's nice. I thought it was this coming weekend. This weekend after we get SmackDown War Games and then Survivor Series. Lacey will be happy about that one because just yesterday I was like, hey, this coming weekend. I'm gone the whole weekend. No, you get a a, a reprieve of a weekend and then that weekend. And then the following weekend is the weekend after Thanksgiving. We won't come in at all, so that's good. Nice. Cool. Unless they decide to stream the Triple Mania show on December 1st. Oh heck yeah, man! Which I don't know if that's happening. I'm all or not. about that. If are you, gonna, are you gonna do Black Friday? You want to come out and do Black Friday? No, with I'm, me? Gonna, I'm not gonna be. Uh, I'm not gonna be here. Go we're out and about. We're going to we're going to Southern California for Thanksgiving. I'll go down there, and then you and I will do Black Friday. It's not worth it. No, no, not good. I don't care for Black Friday. I don't wow. like going out. Me neither. It's terrible. I did it once. I did it one time with Lace, just to be you know, just to see what it was like. We went a couple hours after everything officially opened. We went like at midnight or so. Yeah, and. uh I don't know. It really wasn't that big of a deal. I no, went, I went to Best Buy. There's a lot of people there. I just prefer to do my shopping on the computer on Heck my phone. Yeah, man. I don't deal with anybody. Yeah. It's Why would amazing. you have to go out and deal with a throng of people when you sit at home and just deal with maybe at most like backed up websites? I've seen too many videos of people going trampled cra- over like a thirty dollar discount on a stupid twenty four inch TV. I know. It's like not who worth cares? It. It's not worth it. It's no. not worth it. My estimation. Go it's like the purge, though. You go out there, you can just commit any crime you Sometimes want. That's why I don't like Black Friday. Yeah, there's too much going on. Because you're the hunted. I am the hunter. No, <laughs> it's because I on uh, I'd rather be sleeping at two in the morning. Oh yeah, at least in theory. Well, I'd be out, I'd, be, I'd then, rather be out sticking people than with, with a rusty having screwdriver to, having to fight for my life, <laughs> save fifteen dollars on a, t- a computer monitor I don't mm-hmm. even need, and get stabbed by me. Anyways, uh, so yeah, good stuff. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed your weekend. Yeah, let's hop right. Oh wait, new patrons. Yes, do that, please. Boy, I'm all over the map today, dude. That makes both of us. Patreon meet. That's what I put in my thing here. All right, here we go. Man, we got some new patrons. Of course, we're on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We've got all sorts of great content over there. That's mm-hmm. right. Bonus content, $5 a month. Gets you five bonus episodes every single week. Uh, let's see here. We have uh, what, da, 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 Green Lantern 223, Matthew Robertson, James Noblock, uh, Nemerensis, Brandon Cook, uh, Doodly McBrodia, uh, and then Music Man 6113. Thank you so much. Who came out to join me in my w, uh, NBA 2K20 adventures. The Slow Wolf Pack rallied for a, a much needed win after a nasty skid. It, we had uh, like three losses in a row, man. It was pretty brutal. Anyways, I got a, the channel. It's on Twitter, MF Steve here. There's a link, pin tweet. Check it out if you like mm-hmm. the NBA stuff. It's a blast. You want to hear me curse a lot at Mark Gasol? Trash. Is he trash. on your team? Yeah. Why I curse trash? at him all the time. Why is he trash? Because he'll miss these point blank shots, man. He's garbage. <laughs> He's not really helpful to my team. I feel like it's all user error. Everybody's on the trading block except for uh, McGrady, yeah. Nash, and Shaquille O'Neal. 
But Shaq oh, and Blake. Shaq and Blake are getting along wonderfully. Shaq was on the trading block at one point. Oh, he actually now learned how to play the game. Now he's a beast. Now he's a monster. Once he learned how to I don't even know. Play. What does Gasol even do? He, like, can't hit. See, in the game, anyways, he can't hit a mid-range. And, like, his low post game is terrible. It's funny. Yeah. It's play a good footwork. The AI defense in that game is terrible, too. Well, I mean, that should be advantage you, then. Um, no, like if I'm not defending the ball, like nobody, gotcha, gotcha, nobody else on gotcha, my team does anything. Gotcha, gotcha. Stand around. Gotcha. All right. We did on Saturday morning. Gotcha. Anyways. Yeah, uh, I was out there hustling on defense. You know who's terrific though? You know who does hustle on defense? Cedric Alexander. He talked to Alex Man, McCarthy. One of my favorites. He talked to Alex McCarthy of Talk Sports. And of course, a couple of weeks back, there is that report from the wrestling observer himself, Dave Meltzer. Can't really believe anything he says these days. Whoa, but. bombshell from Larson. <laughs> yeah, man, he's got a little bit of cleaning up to do after that Seth yeah, Rollins debacle. Seth Rollins thing. Maybe the same person who the gave him who, source. who fed him that crap info fed him this info on Cedric Alexander because Could he essentially be. said Vince made the call to bury uh, Cedric Alexander. Of course, he had sort of received a bit of what looked like a push um, like a month ago. Yeah, he had a few with AJ Styles that. Well, there was a lot of matches that he all lost. Mm-hmm. I think he pinned him once in a tag match. Um, he got repeated uh, U.S. title shots. Seemed like they could have kept it going and then just kind of ended. Yeah. So just based on the fact that, because we heard Heyman really likes Cedric. Vince, apparently not so much. Vince made the call, stop pushing this guy. There's there's two people that like that confu- confuse the crap out of me. Number one, apparently, look, and you never know who's actually like who's right about this stuff, but like you know, Paul Heyman big on Alistair Black. Let me ask you something: mm. Does Alistair Black appear to you to be the kind of guy who, like, creatively speaking, where he is right now, that the guy who's the executive director of Raw really, really likes? No, he's been stuck in that room closet for God knows how long, saying the exact same thing, and then every mm-hmm. once in a while they'll wheel him out for like a squash match against a jobber, yeah, and then that's it, yeah. Um, Cedric Alexander, I mean, Buddy Murphy has been given a couple of wins, one of them against Cedric Alexander. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, when this was brought up to Cedric, he said this, uh, is there, a t- oh, and this, this transcript was on talk sports. Like it was, I think right? yeah, Alex McCarthy tweeted this out. Okay, cool. He said, uh, uh, Cedric responded with this. Of course it annoyed me when you hear things like that. It doesn't help my brand. You know what I mean? Regardless of how you feel about it, whether you think AJ buried me or not, it was fine. I knew what it was. It was great matches. I got to show a lot of my personality and my in-ring style. A loss isn't a burial. It's AJ Styles. How is that a burial? He's one of the holy trinities of wrestling to me with Samoa Joe and Christopher Daniels. So to lose to essentially a wrestling deity is fine by me. I read comments like, or I read comments like, Cedric is great, but they're burying him. But it's like, you must have checked that match. You must have checked the match out then. It was good, right? You can't get buried losing to AJ. You just can't. There's a reason they're putting me in the ring with AJ Styles. Now, the the number one go-to for, on Twitter for a lot of wrestling fans, as soon as somebody takes an L, buried, buried. We hear that term way too, way too often. Yeah, yeah. Uh, however, that being said, the treatment of Cedric does seem to be indicative of a larger problem with WWE and Vince McMahon in particular. It's, it's more through a follow-through on any sort. Like, for example, this AJ story he was in. It happened. And you would think from there, based on the outcome of said story, both parties would benefit from the story being told and therefore move on to, to larger things. Right. AJ kind of has. He's in this whole NXT invasion thing. He was just on NXT this Wednesday. I mean, the OC are the workhorses of Raw. Mm-hmm. They're on yeah. every episode, yeah. having a match. They're the guys who they sent to NXT. Yeah, yeah being in multiple segments. Yeah, uh, You'd think the same would happen with Cedric coming out of a feud with AJ, even though he was on the losing end, because he did get to showcase his immense talents. He did put on some really fun matches, apart from that one weird squash match kind of thing at the pre-show to a pay-per-view, mm-hmm. where AJ just basically destroyed him. Yeah, But then the following match, it was actually a more, a more competitive contest. Well, he also had that really big moment um, at the end of Raw, mm-hmm. where he was the guy to scale the Tron mm-hmm. and then come off and leap onto everybody yeah, or whatever it was. It's a problem where Vince, creative, whoever it may be, doesn't know how to follow through on anything resembling momentum. Well, wrestler yeah. would develop momentum from a storyline, and rather they're capitalizing on momentum and, and uh, elevate that wrestler further. 
they just move on to the next thing and kind of forget about it. Well, there is also, again, it's coming from Dave Meltzer, and I believe, I look, man, it's obvious the dude has some sources there. Evidently, some of them have their own agendas, um, as, as, as evidenced by the Seth Rollins thing. But he uh, mentioned something about uh, the street privates in Umberto Carrillo. They were supposed to get the win on the OC mm-hmm. on Raw, what was it, like two weeks ago, whatever, mm-hmm. or two weeks ago or last week, whatever it was. And then they had to flip that script because then it was decided that the OC was going to take on uh, the Undisputed Era. They couldn't have a loss for them. And, uh, you know, it, it's this sort of the, the same the same old story with WWE is simply this. It's long term booking issues. It doesn't exist. They do not. Yeah, they do not book long term. They have one plan going in and then they think to them, and then Vince says, oh, wait, well, hold on. I want to do this next week now. And so we're going to change this. And then what happens to Umberto Korean Street Province? The Street Province come out and everybody's chanting, we want the smoke, mm-hmm. right? They are like in, in the little time that they've been on main roster actually having matches, which is like two weeks now. Have gotten over tremendously. They've gotten over tremendously. And they've been, you know, milling about on Raw doing the, you know. The, the Greek course thing for the, a while. Yeah. But like, and maybe this, maybe this was a sign that that was actually kind of working. You get to see them, you get to see them, you get to see them. Finally, they come out for a match. They're, you know, wildly talented as a tag team in the ring, they have these really fun matches. The crowd's really into it. That they found something they can they can really grasp onto, and then they take this loss to the OC, and people are just left wondering, okay, well, why? You've got three of these future cornerstones, Umberto and the Street Profits, and it'd be like the perfect time for even like a fluke roll up win. I know. And that crowd would be buzzing. I know. There's a way to book that so the OC can take the loss but not look weak. You know. Yeah. The OC has enough history behind them. I know. Granted, uh, another uh, a pair that definitely has been, you know, joked about, uh, or you know, not joked about, is having been buried. Uh, Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah, they're the they, best they, tag team in the world. They, they just won that title. Yeah, they have their own history with the term, but uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. It, it's 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 I don't know. Do you think what, what do you think about the Cedric thing? What do you think about him talking about this? His take on it. Well, I mean, I, I very I, diplomatic, obviously. Totally is. I he's a I understand his perspective. You know, while he's been in WWE for a number of years, he's still relatively new to Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been in some high-profile situations, and then it's been an issue where he's been put in, in situations where he could benefit immensely. Uh, in chat, they're bringing up that w- kind of two-week period where he was involved in some kind of thing with Roman, the whole janitor bit. Um, oh yeah, that was yeah. dropped, and even that was supposedly like, wasn't that like a last minute addition? It was going to be like, that, like yeah, a, yeah. a rando. It was going to be like a local guy who does the janitor thing, and they're like, well, why don't you just put Cedric in there? That'd be kind of cool. And then it was just dropped, and that's the that's that's the, that's the number problem. one yeah. issue with WWE, and that's kind of historic. Is just all this stuff. They've got so much talent, and seemingly there's one person who knows kind of what to do with it. and That's Triple H, and he's relegated just to, to NXT. I'm not gonna say relegated. No, I think that's what that's what he wants. That's to what do. he wants to do. Yeah. And then he's even said across the rest of the WWE, he has a bevy of other responsibilities yeah. that are pretty high profile. But uh, but yeah, it's like it's this Vince thing where it's like, you know, he names Heyman the executive director of Raw, and even Heyman's not perfect. I mean, he's the one probably responsible for the whole Lana Rusev thing, which yeah. is a mess. Oh, is it? yeah. Um, and. Uh, but you know, it's like, well, yeah, Heyman's really high on Alistair Black. He's stuck in a car. Like, there's no, there's no bigger example of one person and how he's treated on main roster versus NXT than Alistair Black. Alistair Black was treated perfectly in NXT, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and then you see how he's treated. You know, he's got like he's basically a different character. Oh yeah, you know the yeah. whole aggressive. Oh, I want people to pick a fight with me instead of some sort of a uh, 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 dude with serious mystique. Mm-hmm, yeah, which is what it was. And in, in yeah, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily like uh, it was inferred he was into the occult mm-hmm. just based on his merchandise, his packaging. Well, yeah, he's got a bunch of candles lit. Like, yeah, yeah, all that only stuff. Only people who were into weird religious stuff like um, a bunch of candles in their room. I don't think that's necessarily true, but anyways. Um, uh, that no, now he's just dude of room who wants to fight yet doesn't go to the place where fights are guaranteed to happen in yeah. pro wrestling to the ring. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's something else. Yeah. But no, I mean, I mean, good on Cedric for having because it seems like I don't know. I mean, the only thing you really can do is keep your head high and understand that your ability will hopefully, yeah, you know, win the day. You keep your head high. You work hard. Mm-hmm. Say the right things, which is what he's saying here. Yeah, but there is obviously. 
and ignoring it uh, or trying to defend it, you know, if you're on the outside looking in, if you want the product to be better, yeah. that kind of behavior, creatively speaking, is not one that's, I mean, that that's one of the reasons I believe why, you know, you look year over year at the ratings, this is going bump, bump, yep. bump, bump, yep. bump, yep. Because you know? you have a character, a uh, performer like Cedric, who people get into, and then you think, oh, they're going to actually do something with him because he's, he's in a few with AJ Styles. Maybe he'll win the U.S. title. And if he doesn't, it's a great showing. Uh, the next few just kind of conclude, and then you don't see him for a few weeks. And you're like, yeah. well, what the heck? I like yeah. Cedric. Where is he? Yeah. I mean, you can name any number of guys, and we always call it, we, we always say it's spinning wheels. Ricochet, Drew McIntyre are two huge examples. Name basically anybody in the main roster. You know? I mean, you take a look at guys like that. And it's like it's like okay, you look at Buddy Murphy, who Murphy, who we all love, Murphy. <clears throat> but it's like you know you kind of understand it. He was known as the best kept secret. You know he sort of came out of nowhere. He was in a tag team in NXT. But you got like a guy like Ricochet, Drew McIntyre. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, even I don't know. Even going back as far as Oscar uh, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just been a lot of uh, calls from NXT that have not been handled terribly well. Yeah. It's a long history of it. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. <clears throat> Anyways, man. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Oh, I like this next story, man. Yeah, me too. The Undertaker. So what is this about an official, the the headline here on your notes says, an official Undertaker shoot interview coming soon. Well, let's go go way back to like three Mm. weeks ago, October 23rd. Time to let it all out. I know. I'm going to shoot from the Well, he kind of already did with that pastor, apparently. He's friends with That was the closest we'll ever get. That was a fascinating. Well, the closest we've gotten this far. Uh, this, that no man, this look. Go ahead. Hold go on. Ahead. Uh, way back in October 23rd, Russell Votes tweeted, "Quote: Hearing WB is planning on bringing back the Stone Cold Podcast WB Network in the near future. Oh hell yeah! Hell yeah! Show is scheduled to have a brand new name, but same concept. It's Austin interviewing top stars. I'm told it should launch within the first quarter of 2020, if not sooner. Uh, reading this, one would assume this might be a show that falls under the auspices of the New Deal that WWE struck with Endeavor to launch this podcast network after the Bell Corey Graves show mm-hmm. just had its debut a couple weeks ago. Well, Russell votes had a follow up over the weekend, offering up the name of the show at his first guest. Quote: Broken Skull Session with Steve Austin. First guest: The Undertaker. Official announcement is coming this week. Uh-uh. Yeah, but surely before that tweet from WrestleVotes, actually, Stone Cold tweeted a tease of his own saying, Bottom line, kick-ass announcement coming real soon. Hashtag hell yeah. And then there's a still of, one would assume, uh, the guest of the first episode. So you see like it's an over-shoulder mm. guest at Stone Cold and see blurry neck and shoulders mm. like camo hat. You think camo, you see camo hat, you think Shawn Michaels. Yeah, sure. Well, these days, though, he switched that out for an NXT Yeah, hat totally. So, and an NXT track shirt. Or track, and then you're like, jacket. all right, it's probably The Undertaker. Yeah. Well, we didn't have to wait long for the official announcement. That happened right before we started rolling, courtesy of Variety. And it turns out Russell Votes was 100% right on both the name of the ding, show ding, ding, ding. and the Good first Good job, guest. Russell Votes. This is what Variety had to say. Quote, the company's uh, branded streaming service, that's a network, will air the monthly series Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Broken Skull Sessions, with the first episode set to air on November 24th at approximately 10.30 p.m. Eastern after the annual WB Pay-Per-View Survivor Series. Variety has also learned that the premiere episode will feature a rare long-form interview with Mark Calloway, better known to WB fans as The The Undertaker. Uh, Stone Cold had a quote in this Variety piece. He said, quote, Go ahead, Steve. Mark has been doing The Undertaker for 30 years, and he's had one of the greatest runs in the history of the business. He stayed in character all this time. He's made a few appearances on some talk shows way back in the day, but no one has ever really heard from Mark Calloway, the man. I think he was enthusiastic because he's been quiet for so long, so now he has the chance to share some stories like everyone else has. He's had one of the most high-profile careers, you know, and back in his heyday, had some of the most outlandish stories from the road. We had a great time shooting the breeze. Uh-uh. Still, uh, it's not exactly known how long the show will be or whether it's eventually going to be uh, available in podcast form. If I all. want Stone Cold talking to Bret Hart. We'll probably get that at some point. 
Um, <clears throat> but considering how Variety mentioned that it's going to be on the network, one guess, maybe 30, probably a 30-minute interview. Maybe What was it? Legends. That was 30 minutes, right? Was it 30 minutes or an hour? Or an hour. I don't know. At most, this would be an hour, which, you know, that could qualify for a podcast listening if, if WB. Here's the thing. This whole, all this podcasty type stuff probably never would have happened without uh, the Conrad Thompson empire of podcasts rising to prominence. You got Pritchard, Arn, Bischoff, all having podcasts. Shivani. Shivani, sorry, didn't mean to leave out Tony. Um, uh, telling their uh, immense wealth of backstage stories about how things happen. WWE wants in on that business. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't just enough when Jericho's had his show going on forever, mm-hmm. interviewing people, or Stone Cold, for that matter. Um, I, I, I think without something to wrestle with, 83 weeks, what happened when, the art show, like this whole WWE podcast network probably never would have happened. They yeah. saw, they saw yeah. I know Conrad's talked about how monetizing a wrestling podcast isn't easy as it was back then. For WWE, that's not a worry, I don't think. Um, but just they see the, the huge market available to them. Um, it'd, be, it'd behoove them to uh, take advantage of the opportunity where this market is huge, evidently, because mm-hmm. all these podcasts are doing pretty darn well. Yeah. And then they have guys like The Undertaker, mm-hmm. who's really never done like a shoot interview before or spoken extensively out of character apart from his pasture apparently those were long interviews i know there were a couple hours weren't they, they were yeah they were um you got not there was a f- lot of info there. but not in like an official wb capacity which i know yeah but that just so means you're gonna you're gonna have this gonna kind be... of middle ground between shoot but still kayfabe he's not gonna really go it's not like gonna be like an rf video thing where it's completely shooting from the hip right yeah yeah there's and that's be the downside no, of it yeah but i mean undertaker's had the kind of career where I'm not sure if he would have, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure he's got like a ton of stories, oh, yeah. but he's also a very loyal company guy. Um, so yeah, that, that's, I, that's going to be rad, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Undertaker is even slightly out of character for his, uh, the documentary or for a couple documentaries. Yeah. He has a couple interview bits where he's kind of 75% out of character. I remember the triple H one. Yeah. The triple H one. I mean, but we've never really gotten in terms of a WWE production, anything extend with him that's anywhere close to behind the scenes of The Undertaker? No. I mean, the best stuff is always outside of the WWE anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, this look, th- this will be cool because it's Stone Cold. I, the fact that they are emphasizing that it's Mark Calloway is very yeah. telling. That's the, the biggest thing. They released a steal with, on Variety. And, of course, he's not an Undertaker getup. He's well, wearing no, a camo yeah. hat. He's, yeah. he's appearing as Mark Calloway. Yes. It's probably what he'd wear. It's kind of what he wore when he was sitting courtside at the Cleveland Cavaliers yeah. game, not what he wore backstage Which when he was, was trying to get to the locker room. Yeah. What would you like to hear? Because here's the thing about Stone Cold. This is why I'd love to. This is why I'd love to see. I'm really looking forward to this. I'd love to see a Bret Hart one because Stone Cold seems to be able to get people to be really laid back, yeah. and and he could bring the humor out of them. And for a guy like Undertaker and a guy like Bret Hart, that'd be really fascinating especially to see. Especially Bret, because he seems pretty merciless. Especially Brett. Brett especially Brett. Yeah. Like, it's funny, because I watched a bunch of the, I think it's RF uh, interview with Bret Hart, where he's wearing that lime green shirt. And uh, I don't know why it stands out to me. It does. Well, I mean, not very often do you see, and ever since the 80s at least, someone rocking a lime green shirt. <laughs> right. And Brett only seems to find humor whenever he's talking about, like whenever he's recalling like a funny story about yeah. somebody like pooping in a bag or something. You know, yeah. Or, yeah. And if you're going to bring up what, what do I want stone called the ass, the undertaker, it's he, whether Sid pooped himself. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. I really need to know that. Yeah. Yes. It was disgusting. Yeah, had food right before. Yeah. WrestleMania 13. Not good. Yeah. I think it could be fun, man. I mean, stone cold seemingly is like friends with like everybody. Yeah. It seems like everybody likes stone cold. And that's kind of the coolest thing. It is kind of the coolest thing. And under uh, WB podcast news, uh, Cage Side Seats is reporting the rumor roundup today that, quote, based on trademark filings by WB, it appears a New Day podcast is in the works. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I think that'd be spectacular. Texas, uh, yeah, that's rad. Texas Grizzly says, I just want to know if that Shawn Michaels story is true. Um, uh, whether Undertaker was backstage ready to, 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 to beat up Shawn Michaels if he didn't lose Stone Cold. Here's the thing. He could be talking about any number I know. of Shawn Michaels about, stories. First. No, exa- yeah, exactly. There's any number of Shawn. And here's the problem is that that's not going to be this. That kind of stuff is like exclusive to the RF video yeah, stuff, yeah, you yeah. know, or that kind of thing. Um, or Hannibal. Uh, he, he does. Hannibal he, TV. Yeah, yeah he yeah, gets yeah. some really good stuff. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, we're not going. That's the we're not going to get Probably that not. with this. I mean, uh, like you can really you just have to look at Stone Cold's uh, interview with Hogan mm-hmm. as sort of what you can expect. Yeah, it's not like he didn't really go hard on Hogan. In fact. I didn't even mind that he didn't really go on like the latest, you know, Hogan controversy stuff. It's that I thought that there was a lot more ground and maybe there just wasn't ground there to mine. But the fact that Austin didn't really talk much about uh, him and Hogan and them crossing paths oh, in yeah, WCW. Yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe they just didn't. I mean, he sort of explained it from his perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, he was on the rise and Hogan came in and and then that sort of didn't happen. But, you know, he did, I, there just seemed to be more ground that they yeah, could, they could have they covered kinda, They kind of just brushed by it a little bit. Like when you start, when you come to Hogan and you, when you have Hogan in Austin and Austin starts out with, you know, whatever, WrestleMania 3 or whatever. No, mm. it took like an hour to get to WrestleMania 3. Yeah, yeah, they did a lot. He started from like the beginning. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, you're not really going to get to the stuff. I don't know. I always like when wrestlers sort of when they're having an interview and Austin, like when you look at Austin's stuff with, for example, Austin's uh, interview, the, the bet, the, the good one with Scott Hall when Scott mm-hmm. Hall was like completely lucid. Oh, that was great. It's terrific. And they cover a lot of the ground from their match at mania. Mm-hmm. And they're both very diplomatic about it and mm-hmm. very, you know, but, and they both admit, you know, yeah, we had issues back then. But uh, they go into that pretty deeply. Yeah. I don't know. It would have been if, if, if Austin, I'm sure, has a ton of stories. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. I think this will be I'm not going to say it's a puff piece at all, but it's definitely not going to be a deep dive either. Yeah, I don't think it would be either. Yeah. We'll get a couple good stories, some laughs, some uh, fun moments of take her out of character. But otherwise, it's not going to be. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna just kind of brush the surface of some Andre of the stuff Knox. Has, here. Yeah, Andre Knox has a good point here in chat. Also, he says him and Booker T had a great interview back in September. Oh that yeah, is, I need that to is, check that out. When you get, because I'm not a big fan of boxing or whatever, but like, because they talk about boxing for like the first, I don't know, half hour. Mm-hmm. The rest of it is fantastic. Yeah, it's really good stuff. Booker T and Stevie Ray both are really great storytellers. Oh, yeah. Like Stevie Ray's shoot interviews are just amazing. Yeah. They're really great. Yeah. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today this just came in uh right before we started Ooh. sin car took twitter said he wants his release well that's what we think it says uh let's see here well, my my spanish isn't very good Oops. and i could piece it i could piece that together just by looking at it hold on a second where's the tweet come on i wanted to copy yeah this. copy Darn it. it copy it copy come on and now and paste twitter all right there it is all right so steve will you please uh of the two of us, you are the more fluent in, in Spanish. You know, you seem to be picking it up quite a bit, though. Well, I mean, the a, thing is... I took it back in eighth grade. And, you it's, know. Uh, it's all stuff that, like, you know, like, for example, the title of this is Liberación de Contrato de Sin Cara. It's obviously... I want, I want, I want free in my contract. Yeah. Liberation. Yeah, I can... I can a lot of stuff I can figure out. I know enough <laughs> that I can yeah. kind of piece it together. So he says, Anoche, uh, después de orar y considerarlo mucho, de pensar... Okay, so basically he says... After much consideration. After much consideration. Uh, and talking uh, with my uh, sons, I think... And uh, are after my sons and their future, our future. Uh, I made a decision. It's very difficult. However, uh, I'm about working in my career in professional lucha libre. I want my liberation from the WWE. Uh, this is really long. It is very long. Desde que era Nino, all the something, Luchar, my life. Now that I'm under the gun, I'm having a really hard time with this. For 20 years, uh, my trajectory. And energy? I've got a lot of respect. Um, Tomorrow, no, world. (laughs) Oh, Mundo's world. A lot of incredible people. I've traveled a lot, met a lot of incredible people. A lot of great stuff for the WWE Universe. Uh, 
Oh, yeah, a lot of great uh, wrestling fans. WWE yes, members. a lot of fanaticos there. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, I understand Vince is going to add at least three years to my contract. Uh, he's kind of a grumpy old uh, gringo. <laughs> very weird. Very oddball. And, uh, but I want out of here. Me and Mike Canales are going to form a tag team I called just, Not Gonna Happen. I read somewhere, I'll find it here now that I say this, that the Carolina, her, his new, I don't know, uh, she's not really a valet, she's not a manager. Mixed tag team partner. Anyway, she got sent back to NXT. Oh, okay, so that's done with. Yeah. He says, me, be... Programa, Con Andrade, Esfinito. Yeah. Uh, therefore. Es, es, es no mas. Yeah. Vamos, WWE. Yeah. You know what you, you know what you should do? He's just like a higher, like a really like a, a, a luchador version of a young lion. Oh, it was according to Wrestling Observer Radio that Carolina was already sent back to NXT. Put the mat, put the mask and the suit on that guy. Wait, sorry, say again. He should hire, like he should do a really down low excursion for like a young lion, but in the lucha sense. I uh-huh. don't call young lions lucha. Have him put on the mask and the outfit, and he can just just ha- replace him. He just he can just, he collects the checks. Yeah. Might call El Hijo de Del Vikingo. Yeah. And say, come on up. Well, he's a big deal. He is. He's not really a young guy. Aerostar. <laughs> I don't know. I'm talking about like low level. Oh, some of those guys that are in like the pre show of Triple Mania. They're all really good. Yeah, exactly. They're probably better than him. They're like, wow, this Sinkar guy has really stepped up his game. I'm not surprised Sinkar once out. They've never really done anything with him. No, and he's like, he's, well, he's the second. He's the, the second. Yeah, yeah, play. yeah. The first guy, I think, is back in AAA. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Or no, wait, no. Like the brother of the second, the brother of the first guy is in AAA. Because wasn't it like, like a... a, Isn't isn't that uh, Mysticis? A a variation, yeah, Mysticis, something like that. But that's not actually him. That could be right. And then, because I thought, but he wears the same mask. Yeah, I know. They're all related, I think. Yeah. I I don't know. Anyways. He wants out. Not surprising. I'm not surprised by that. Um, there's a lot of people in the WWE right now, and clearly they don't really know how to use the they vast really majority of them. of them. The vast majority of them. Uh, yes, and Kara was Hunico. Yes, correct. Yeah. Um, and then also somebody sent us a thing about uh, two other guys who I forget what their status is technically on the roster. Um the Cologne guys. Oh, yeah, Primo and Epico. Yeah, they have like a match against each other. In Puerto Rico, yeah. And Noche de Campeones. Yeah. Night of Champions. Night of Champions, yeah. <laughs> I can put that one together. Uh, someone who seems to be uh, more or less pretty happy, despite previous reports to the contrary, is Rusev. He spoke to the Sun, I'm guessing because they're over the United Kingdom uh, this week. And he was asked about his experience uh, after Crown Jewel. So we had to say, quote, unpleasant, of course, because we all want to go home after being away for over 24 hours. We were all ready to get out and we couldn't. The frustration grew by, grew by each hour and me asking for prayers is nothing new. My father is a pastor. I'm a believer in God, Jesus Christ, our Savior. So I always ask for prayers just because I want to go home, not because we were held hostage. I don't think anyone in their rightful mind is going to hold 170 people, American citizens, hostage. I don't think that'll reflect well anywhere. Yeah, it's kind of common sense that's there. A, that's a really good point from Rusev. This, this next part is great, though. He says... Uh, he added that the travel issues would not preclude him from making a return visit in the future. He says this, I make a lot of money, buddy. I will definitely go back. I love it. I love every single trip that we do there. I love how we break barriers with women wrestling there and Lana being able to go. I think it's a great victory for the company, not just for that, but to open new doors and new opportunities to develop further. It's just amazing. Oh, I'm sorry. A $100 bill just fell out of my ear right here. Let me yeah. pick that up. Yeah. You know, so. Oh, uh, Joshua Martinez in chat says, pretty sure that Mystico, the original Sin Cara, is yeah. in CMLL now. Ah, okay. Bueno. And then Tongaloa was Camacho. Yeah, and NXT. Or a Hunicor. <laughs> Remember that joke we used to make? Yeah. There were Hunicor. Yeah, Hunicor. Because we're like, who's who? So, yeah. Yeah, man. So, who all wants to leave WWE right now? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, Officially, right now, it's just in Cara and Mike Kanellis. Yes, I would suspect at least twenty-five percent of the roster probably would prefer to relocate. That's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of people. But they have a ton of people. I'd probably say like ten percent. I'd say ten percent probably want to. I'd say twenty-five percent would consider it uh, varying degrees. Maybe ten percent are like, "I want out now." 
But there's yeah. probably upwards of 25% be like... 10% probably want out now. I wouldn't mind if I, if, if I went somewhere else. I think probably a good like 50% would be very interested in knowing what their options were. Oh, definitely. <laughs> That's what definitely. I, Yeah. I think because there's a lot of people there who are not being... But like, I mean, a guy like... You know, we mentioned Ricochet and Drew McIntyre. They ain't, they don't want to go anywhere. They're totally fine where they're at. Yeah. You know, they basically are... I mean, it's funny because like... Even though they're not treated creatively as well as they should be, they're still on TV every single week, and they're still like booked really, really strong. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I always focus on those two because I feel like they're the guys who like. It's so bizarre how strong they are. Sometimes, like they come off as booked really, really strong, mm-hmm. but then they do like, and I say do nothing. And with that, I mean nothing of like substance. Yeah, no creative, uh, creative from a creative sense, something of consequence. Yeah, because like, why is Drew constantly henchman? I mean, it's a situation where more often than not, Drew wins his matches, and if he doesn't win, he looks like an absolute beast in his matches. But creatively, he's not involved in anything that really highlights his skill set mm-hmm. and shows that he really shows off that he really should be like a top guy. Yeah, he should absolutely be a top guy. Oh yeah, Jordan Miles definitely wants out. Oh yeah, he definitely wants out. That guy is. <laughs> he's probably going to be. Do you think, <clears throat> is there any chance if that whole thing hadn't happened that he would have been involved? Because Keith Lee ended up choosing Matt Riddle mm-hmm. as his partner that one. What was that for? Who, was, who were they fighting? Uh, Redragon, wasn't it? Redragon, that's right. I wonder if there was ever anything. I mean, Matt Riddle's a big name. There's a big gap between him and Jordan Miles, but there was that tease between Keith Lee and Jordan Miles. Yeah. They didn't really um, follow through on that. They did. It was just before uh, Jordan Miles title match against Adam Cole. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So I don't know. I don't know either. Oh, man. Anyways, one little bit, one more bit of business here, Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. That's right. Now it is time for Raw Preview. Raw Preview. First item. Seth Rollins named first member of Team Raw ahead of Survivor Series. Monday Night Rollins is ready to go for Team Raw Survivor Series. He's ready to join him after being named the first participant for the red brand. Seth Rollins set to address the WWE Universe as you wait. This is what we want to see do Seth Seth do more talking. Seth Rollins is ready to address the WWE Universe. That's what I'm saying. That's what he's doing, though. <laughs> Oh, you're being sarcastic. Yeah. Uh, as he waits to reveal of his teammates by the end of Monday night, the full Team Raw lineup will be complete. The Beast Slayer attempted to move past the loss of Universal title at Crown Jewel and lead Raw to brand supremacy at Survivor Series. With Survivor Series inching closer by the day, the rest of the Raw superstars will be set to make an impression and earning the golden opportunity to join. There's no golden opportunity. There's no titles on the line. To join Rollins in the interbrand battle, Raw, H7 Central, Raw's taking on SmackDown NXT at Survivor Series next. So I wonder who's going to, well, hold on, let's talk about this. I, I'm tired of reading these freaking previews, man. I want to just talk about what's going to happen. So Rollins is going to be named Captain of Team Raw. This to be the fair part of the show. Too. That's like, yeah, not anymore. Uh, that's uh, that's obvious. So speculate. Who's going to be, el- who else besides Ricochet is going to be on Team Raw? Because Ricochet is totally going to be on Team Raw. Like it should be. Is Alistair Black still on Raw? He apparently has got a, a knee issue. Oh, that's interesting. Sitting around in that room too much, I guess. Yeah, sometimes joints lock up when you sit too long. You know yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's like so many options. Yeah, there's a lot. Drew McIntyre. Put Drew on that Ricochet, team. Ricochet, Drew, Buddy Murphy. Mm. Uh, so that's four. And then you had uh, Cedric Alexander. Cedric. Oh man, that'd be great. 
If Cedric is on Team Raw, then confirmed he's not buried. Yeah. What do you think? Hey, let me ask you this. So Dave Meltzer published a retraction about the Seth Rollins stuff, and then he mm-hmm. apologized to him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. What did he say to his source? I don't know. That's a good question. Hey, man. Get your stuff straight. Listen, I look like an asshole right now. Yeah, I know. You may look like a real jerk. <laughs> you look like a real Get your act together. so-and-so, pal. Get your act together. Can't use you anymore. What, do you, what beef do you have with Seth Rollins? You know what he should do? He should then turn on the source if it's a public person and be like, let's say his source, for example, is, I don't know, name a wrestler on, uh, on Raw. Let's say his source is Bobby Lashley. All right. He should then put out a story. Bobby Lashley hates Seth Rollins. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Source confirmed to me that Seth Rollins did this, but that source was lying. That source is Bobby Lashley. Wow. I'm just throwing out that name. I don't think that's, that's true. That's stirring the pot right there. Yeah, man. Uh, Becky Lynch opened Raw address upcoming triple threat match. Uh, Survivor Series. Let's see here. Becky Lynch is no stranger to high-profile triple threat matches. She's ready to address the WWE Universe. So she's going to talk also. So that's going to talk. Then Becky's going to talk. <laughs> no, Be- Becky's going to talk first. She's opening the show talking. Oh, she's going to open talk. Why didn't they put that first then? Yeah, I know. Seth Rollins' name, first member of Team Raw. Why didn't they announce that on the, on the show? Yeah, hey, everybody, we're going to do a team versus team thing. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, next, Kabuki Warriors will defend the uh, women's tag titles. Says eschewing their manager to showcasing a new, more sinister edge. Kabuki Warriors are have been more dangerous than ever, and they're right. Oh, that's the right. This, is, this has already been recorded. That's yeah, right. this has already all happened. Yeah. So there's really no point. No in spoilers, though. Happened. This has already all happened. No point. This doing is more this. of a like a mystery laden review. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Kind of. Good point. <laughs> because these things happened. This 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 had to have been like the easiest preview to write. Because it already happened. It already happened. The exactly. hardest part is not putting results in there. Right? I know. Exactly. So the Kabuki, the Kabuki Warriors are going to be taking on a mystery tag team. I don't know. Um, that would probably be Charlotte and Italia. They beat them last week. It makes all the sense in the world for it to be Charlotte and Italia. That makes sense. It's, They've been a, a team for a couple weeks let's now. Let's see if it is, though. Let's Finally. see if it is. Let's see if they're going to do something that makes sense. Uh, then Lana is set to unveil a shocking confession on Raw. More of this. Rusev, Lana, Lashley business. So I can give you a spoiler on this one. Mm. This segment is booed out of the GD building. <laughs> I did. I read that, although I did hear, I did hear a couple friendos actually said this from the UK, that tonight's Raw more than made up for SmackDown. All right, that's So apparently hear. Raw is supposed to be pretty solid tonight. Please, no spoilers in chat. <clears throat> but apparently Raw is supposed to be pretty solid. Mm-hmm. So I'll just go ahead and... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll say that. Anyways, man, we got a question thread up here on the yeah, Twitter. Yeah, let's do the questions. I got some here in Super Chats. Nick C., happy Veterans Day, friendos. Happy Veterans Day to everybody out there, especially the veterans. We obviously need to address this. Number one, okay, so Sting and RoboCop were at StarCast this week. Yeah, RoboCop, RoboCop apparently uh, the patrolling the streets of Detroit had like a Hogan-like effect on him. Several inches shorter than he was at his prime. Yeah, he's this is a short RoboCop. Um, who looks better in a RoboCop helmet, this guy or me? Well, that's actually a helmet, so he does. Not like a soft pillow like no. thing for 20 bucks on Amazon. Nick C wants us to power rank Thanksgiving food. Well, hold on. I didn't finish, though. Well, I started this before you even started that. Power rank Thanksgiving food? Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Thanksgiving, to be honest with you. I don't like kind of anything about it. Stuffing. Stuffing's the best thing about Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, you're, we're on the same page. I could eat, I could eat like a giant thing of stuffing. My whole my mother-in-law stuffing. makes these. They're like little stuffing muffins that have spicy sausage in it. You know, oh, I'll say this. So no, my mother-in-law hooks up to Thanksgiving. She does. She actually does a really good job with it. Still, not a fan. It's just Thanksgiving. Is just all about sitting around and eating. Yeah, which I like to eat by myself watching TV. You kind of like you just kind of prefer to do everything by yourself. Yeah, or at least most things. Yeah, you're not a social animal. I'm not. Real, I'm really not. Um, did anybody, man, did anybody ask Sting who was under that RoboCop no. helmet? There at, at, no, at no. Cop, this is some jabroni at, Cop, no. at Capital Combat 1990. No, 1990. No, you don't actually have to specify 1990, they never did that again. I'm just saying the full title of the show, man. Well, no. Okay, you didn't then, because evidently you don't know the full title oh, of the yeah, show. Oh, yeah, something else. The Pardon Return of RoboCop, Return baby. Of RoboCop, yeah, sorry. No, so no did one asked. Anybody him. ask him? Any friendos out there did a sting meet and greet? Come on now. It was only 130 bucks. Uh, $100 less you can meet RoboCop. $110 less. Phobocop. Yeah, yeah Phobocop. <laughs> Fake ass <laughs> RoboCop. Um 
Nikhail asks. Oh, I missed a couple of them. Sorry. With Cody now in a feud with MJF. Well, I'm on Twitter already. With Cody now in a feud with MJF, who do you think is next challenger for Chris Jericho? Or uh, um, on uh, Dynamite, it's going to be SCU because Jericho and Sammy are challenger for the tag titles. Sam, Sam Monsky review of Midsummer or The Lighthouse. You've seen The Lighthouse. I saw The Lighthouse, and I was thinking about reviewing it for my YouTube channel. But, man, you got to do a lot of reading to understand. the Like, to do a proper review, you got to dive into, like, the, the I'm not going to say source material because it wasn't. The uh, the inspiration behind mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of the behind like the, just the basic story. Mm-hmm. I forget. God, it, it escapes me to, to, for the life of me. But uh, I highly recommend the Lighthouse. It's a terrific flick. Yeah, but it, it operates out. on a lot of different levels. Man. Yeah, uh, Jacinto Gonzalez, NWO's first pay per view. All the NWO members lost. The Elite's first pay per view. All the Elite members lost. But same, but kind of better. Well, there was no uh, giant toilet thrown at any of the All Elite. Pay-per-views thus far, therefore, they get the edge for sure. Yeah, so same but kind of better. Likewise, no garbage cans or so, garbage trucks. Who is this? Uh, Sean Lindsay mentioned that Sin Cara has the English language version. Oh, on Instagram. So, yeah. Uh, last line after prayer, much consideration. I made one of the hardest decisions I ever had to make in my professional wrestling career. So he doesn't talk about, why does it say Ehos then? I thought Ehos is like sons. I have asked for my release from WWE ever since I was a little boy. All I want to do is wrestle all my life. I made decisions to sacrifice to put myself in a position to accomplish that dream. Traveled the world, got to know some amazing people. I got that part right. Uh, yeah. So, and then of course he thanks them. But that dude is going to have so much time added to his contract. Yeah, he's been out with injury for a while. A ton of time. Um, RTGTZ, did WWE miss an opportunity by not booking Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT in a War Games match? Book the match, and who should make up each team? Thanks, Fred. There's three teams of three. Yeah. No, I don't think they missed an opportunity simply because. I mean, yeah, it could have been cool at, at Takeover. Yeah, man, have Undisputed Era versus the OC versus the New Day. Yeah. Tell me that would have been awesome. That would have been pretty cool. That would have been neat. That would been some next-level stuff. If they did it, I'll put it this way, at NXT. Yeah. Not at Survivor Series. And that's still kind of wonky. Like, it's going to be weird how they address it on NXT. Because, like, that's a brutal match. It is a brutal match. They're supposed to go in there against the OC the next night. Yeah. Are they going to have any invasion stuff going on during TakeOver? Yeah, I don't know. But then you want to, you know, keep the integrity of your takeover. That's the important. I would think that's the important thing. But Vince is Vince. Uh, Mr. Triple Mania with WrestleMania 36 tickets going on sale this week. Are you guys still considering going to WrestleMania weekend without actually going to WrestleMania? We haven't actually discussed it much. We have not discussed it at all. Uh, So, I mean, it's probably a conversation we should we should have. But I think think a lot of it depends on probably both just avoiding it. Financials, too. Mm hmm. That's the main thing. Yeah. Black Mega Man, you think Cesaro will resign after his deal is up? I think that he probably would be smart too. Mm, depends he's, on what kind of money's on the he, table. Here's the thing. He's a guy I wouldn't even call Cesaro underutilized. I'd say creatively he's just been kind of a mess. They utilize him a lot. Well, he's like, evolved. He's yeah, he's yeah. on TV a lot. Yeah. Um, it's just creatively speaking. See, I think underutilized are guys that are like on TV every once in a while. And it's like, man, they really should do more with this person. And that's definitely part of underutilized, I kind of feel like, too, is is maybe people are involved but aren't necessarily highlighting their strengths. Um, Well, okay, that's what I was going to mention, is that on today's bonus episode, we are going to definitively figure out what buried actually means. Mm -hmm. And in that context, we'll have to determine what does underutilized mean, what is uh, creatively mishandled means like I think Bray Wyatt's probably just creatively mishandled not necessarily underutilized yeah I agree but can you be creatively mishandled whether purposely or not to such an extent that you are purposely or inadvertently buried find out today yeah, exactly on going in our overrun patrons $1 and I can get that in yes channel members uh, black mega man big swerve the source is uh, Becky Lynch Ooh, shocking reveal wow it was me it was me all along. Tomas asks, who from the late 60s to the early 80s would you bring back in their prime, I'm assuming via some sort of space-time portal, for a full career, and what belt or belts would they go for? Also pick someone for both WWE and AEW. When did uh, Luthez retire? It was in the 60s. Yeah. Because he beat Buddy Rogers for the NWA title in 63. I don't think he retired till like... 
seventies. Right? I feel like he was already in his fifties when he won that belt. But yeah, pro wrestlers had. Uh, I think he lasted until he was like one hundred and thirty-six. Um, so I would bring back Luthez. Good. That so guy kind of drop and could, shoot power bombs. He could cut, cutting, yeah. cutting fire promos with yeah. everybody. Yeah, that's good. That's good because who doesn't want to see like a because in his prime he was like yeah in his mid fifties. Yeah. 60s, 70s, 80s, huh? We'll just name one name from that time. I know. I'm trying to think of someone who was underutilized, maybe. <laughs> um, Arn Anderson. Oh, there you go. Could Arn Anderson, Arn Anderson, because he was a great promo. Oh, yeah, he was terrific. Could he be a main event player today's WWE? He's a really good wrestler. No. Hell of a promo. Imagine him in NXT. Uh, Nick Kyle, update on my dad going for an angiogram tomorrow. Oh, okay. Hoping for the best. Well, uh, we are as well. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Heel Cat says, I don't know if you heard the latest Something to Wrestle With podcast, but they addressed the WWE 2K20 glitches. Really? That's interesting. What the what, what the hell would Conrad or Bruce Pritchard know about yeah. WW2K20? That's weird. Uh, Heelcat says, they spin it as an ever-evolving product. I, look, I really love... I understand that, but you can't... That de- podcast? ...devolve the product to release it and then expect us to be happy with an evolution from Are you a sure you didn't less than the year prior. mishear it as an ever-devolving product? Yeah. Because that's what it did. Like, do you think they've ever played a lick of that game? Maybe Conrad has. I'm saying maybe. He's like younger than us, isn't he? Probably. I think he is. So, yeah, I'm sure he, he he's played his fair share of video games. I don't know, man. Maybe. I don't know. He's in real estate. Oh, man, GT Racer says Brian Pillman, bring him back. That's oh, answer. yeah, that's a great answer. Pillman would be huge these days. Uh, uh, FK asks, uh, oh, it's Fear and Loathing. Okay, what current big man would you give the RoboCop gimmick to? He says he would give it to either Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows would be hilarious. That would be pretty funny. Or Di- it's Dijakovic. Dan Matha. Oh, that's a good one. But it's Di- Dijakovic already has, like, the putty voice yeah, is already kind of Robocop. Hey, dead or alive, you're, uh, you know, coming with me. Greg Johansson says uh, 2K20 is one of something to wrestle with sponsors, so I guess they had to address <laughs> it. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, let me ask some. If the good people at 2K came mm-hmm. to us and said, hey, we're going to give you guys an ass ton of money. There would have to be some measure of transparency there, wouldn't you think? We'd have to show them how much money we got. Well, no, just in terms of, of, of we'd have to acknowledge that the game isn't in the state it needs to be. Yeah, an ever-evolving product. Get that ad copy in here. Well, that might be a possibility. I should shut my trap. God, I don't know. That'd be hard. That'd be really hard. That'd be a tough sell. I, I think it'd be, be at this point, I think it'd be impossible given the content we produced with it well, I'm so saying far. We, it would have to full transparency in our parts in terms of how are we really feel about the product. You would have to, that's the only way we'd, be, we'd do it. We'd, ha- we'd have to be like, look, we can't do this. We can't. Or the only way we can do it is we express in full our reservations about this product that we're promoting on our show. Here's the thing, though. We've been approached about stuff like gambling sites. Um, I think like uh, e-cigarettes. We've turned them down. Yeah, we've turned down because copy before. Like we, there's no way we would do that. Like I don't want to push that stuff on people. Mm-mm. I think that we'd have to draw the line at 2K20. I can't. It'd have to be this. You don't have to be. They come in and say, okay, listen. I would. I actually do honestly, wholeheartedly recommend 2K20 on the basis that glitches are hilarious. Oh, they are. I find them. I find broken games as long as it's not broken to the point where like it's unplayable. Yeah. I find them hilarious. Yeah. There's value to be had in that. Just don't pay full price for it. Yeah. Do you follow automotive news or do you just like cars and want to see what the heck's going on? Well, then you might like Donut Media's new podcast, The Big Three. Hi, I'm James Pumphrey. And every week, me and my co-host slash two of my top five friends, Nolan Sykes and Joe Weber, unpack the latest and greatest in automotive news and trends on The Big Three. You'll also get a lot of laughs, hot takes, and personal insight on cars from the biggest car guys in automotive media. So, whether you're a hardcore enthusiast or just a person who goes up, that's a good looking car. <laughs> Check out The Big Three, available wherever you get your podcasts, or you can watch the full videos at Donut Podcasts on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. If we're allowed to, if we're allowed to push it, as now, if they, buy it for like 40 bucks. No, here's the thing. Like whenever it invariably goes on sale on Black Friday. Yeah. 
and they want to promote buy this game for thirty dollars. Sure. Yeah. Right. That might be a, a reasonable. Totally value. worth it because like, it's like a thirty dollar game, but they're charging sixty. But they'd have to be anyways. totally fine. Yes. With us just being completely honest about the game. Yeah. If you if you want some uh, a glitchy nightmare <laughs> of a wrestling game. Yeah. Uh, by all means, drop thirty bucks. Yeah. Sure. I do that. Two K twenty this holiday season. Well, it's out there now. They know. Yeah. Patrick Spark says, why not do gambling? Larson is a blackjack fiend. Well, because he's he's old enough to make those decisions. Yeah. You wouldn't recommend it. And it's not blackjack. It's roulette that I like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair point, Jameson. Fair point. Oh, man. Uh, let's see here. Moving on. Uh, employed and Fixer Roy. What should be the next thing for the Undisputed Era? After all the Survivor Series mm. stuff. I'm telling you, man, I think what faction... They're, they should be. They should sort of have a turn because another faction comes in and takes all their titles. Yeah, I forget you mentioned a good faction for that. I forget what it was. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, bad news, Bronson. Why don't we ever acknowledge Big E as a former NXT champion? He was the second ever. Was a dominant force back in his 2012 NXT run. Oh, uh, seven years ago. So it kind of. Yeah, he, because, here's why NXT wasn't what NXT is now. Either. Yeah, he came in pre the big call up thing. Like, you know, he came in as like Dolph's heavy. Yeah. And it was before they really talked about that stuff. Mm. Like, oh, look at this big star from NXT. He's coming in now. And, and also, like, back then, NXT wasn't as on the map as it is now, oh, obviously. Yeah, and so close, when yeah. they were called, you know, say, hey, this is former NXT champion. When he got called up, we're like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what NXT is. Mm-hmm. Now I know. I know it's amazing. Greg Morris says, take Kevin Owens out as he is the most likely suspect. Which main roster star will be a traitor and join NXT during this feud? I guess it still could be Seth. Triple H is making the pitch. Could be Seth. Could be Seth. Yeah, it could be Seth. Uh, Let's see here. And here's the thing. If he does it in a really cool way to get teams NXT that victory, which is entirely possible. Uh, he can come back to full sale a hero. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Ryan Luckman, you guys get to pick the next AEW title, and what is the name of it, and who is the first person to hold oh, that title? TV title. Um, 100% t- television title. I'm going to say it's the Capital Combat title, and RoboCop's the first holder of it. Out of here. No, dude, come on. Your answer is way too obvious. They love referencing old stuff. They exactly. love referencing old stuff. Especially old stuff from WCW. WCW, not WCW. Cool. Meatloaf title. Right Meatloaf title. That's it. And Robocop is the first person to hold it. Uh, this is a great question from uh, the, the B man, Patrick Sparks. Steve, Larson, Sting, and Robocop have a weekend for the buoys. Mixing it up with the buoys. Well, honestly, we go to Detroit. He says for fun. Yeah. Sure, and there's still fun to be had, even though Detroit in, in Robocop 1 was kind of falling apart. That's a nightmare land. I'd do the opposite. I would go to, you know what I'd go? I'd go to Vegas in RoboCop's universe. So you know how, like, it's near future, everything's bad. What was that drug in RoboCop 2 called? Nuke? Yeah. Just get (laughs) high off nuke. I guess so. Get nuked. Apparently that's the only thing to do. Brain just melts. It'd be great. That's a good question. We'd fight Omnicore because they were corrupt. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. We join forces with RoboCop and fight crime. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a blast. Solhausen says, a uh, truly neutral jury would include a Murphy. If you were either Cody or Jericho on Saturday, who would you have appointed as your jury of peers? Well, Cody did. I mean, Cody had his freaking judges there. Yeah. They're all pro Cody. Um, if you were Jericho, who would be your... Uh, uh, Ralphus. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um... My tummy's grumbling. Mm. Big show. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Jarrah's show. And Wasn't he uh, tag champs with RVD? Or am I misremembering that? No, Mysterio RVD, was. Yeah, Mysterio was for sure. Uh, anything else from WCW that uh, Jericho had a program with? Maybe Where he was like friends with? Kind of. Allies? Alex Wright. I don't oh, know. Oh, perfect. No, that's a good one. Alex Wright is a really good answer. Cool. All right. Anyways. Those are all good questions. Great questions. Thank you, everybody. Oh, hold on a second. AO Worm has one last question here. Will we see Bailey and Sasha go to NXT before SummerSlam? Survivor oh, I'm sorry, series. Survivor Series. Probably not. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, though. Probably not. 
They were they didn't they have a they had a didn't they have a match there when they were tag champions? No, it was teased as a thing. No, oh, that's what it was. They can go anytime to any brand. No, he didn't say that. Who said that? Triple H said that. I forget mm-hmm. who said it. They can go anywhere at any time. But then I mean hey, they did it with the Kabuki Warriors, so that was kinda cool. Anyways, that's it. Thanks everybody for watching. We do appreciate it. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.